Hello and welcome to Jif and Gems Hour of Power. Back again. I'm here. I'm Jif, and your boy. I'm there. Gem. Yeah, it's Gem, baby. <laughs> and I am there. How are um, we, mate? Yeah, not too bad. It's been an interesting fortnight. Um, I think we've gotten to the rhythm at the moment of doing fortnightly things just because we're very busy people. Um, we're not busy. We may... Though, don't lie. <laughs> we may um, drop that down to, to a weekly thing. We may not. Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll, if we do, you guys will be the first to know. Um, yeah, I reckon we're on a tight fr- time frame today, so if it seems a bit chaotic, that's because we are chaotic people at heart. So uh, No, it's, without... it's because Jem <laughs> took too long with his pizza. His pizza <laughs> took too long to get to him, and then he had to eat it hey, before look, we recorded. Out of my hands, out of my hands. It would be unprofessional of me to be <laughs> eating a pizza in the middle of a recording. You, mate, should just <laughs> order Domino's. I told you. All right, so first things first, let's get this out of the way, because I fucking hate talking about this topic all the time, and these bitches out here make me angry. Okay. Mia Khalifa. Yep. You know her, you love her, you adore her. As do many of her millions of fans across the globe. Now, if you don't know who Mia Khalifa is, you're lying. Because you do (laughs) know who she is, and if you aren't lying, then you've been living under a rock. Yeah, absolutely. Because even people living in the Middle East know who Mia Khalifa is. Even even the Christians knew of Mia Khalifa after the uh, the hijabi porn. (laughs) So... Basically, Mia Khalifa uh, works in the adult industry. She's a she's a um, oh, worked worked in the worked. Industry. Sorry, she was a uh, well technically works because we'll get on to that. Yeah, uh, she is a adult actress, um, and for a while she was one of the most well known and uh, respected actresses in the industry. Yeah, but as of late she's come out, and this is not a very new topic. But the reason we're bringing it up is we'll get to that. Um, just a quick rundown or an overview. She got out of the industry a, long, a couple of years ago, and in the last 12 months or so, she's been making claims like she was forced to make scenes or felt like she was pressured into it, and that she was only in the industry for three months and she only earned 12,000 US dollars from her time in the industry. Bang Bros, the com- one of the companies that she worked for, um, hit back and said, well, allegedly, um, in the, in the short version, I'm not going to read their whole statement out. Basically, yep. saying that she's lying about twelve thousand, saying that she's made roughly a hundred and seventy-eight thousand solely from her work with Bang Bros. Um, and they go on to add that she may have made more money from her work from other companies, which let's probably safe to say that she did. Yeah, you know, absolutely. nobody works for free, and she has worked with other companies. Yep. Um, they also allege that she's lying about having only spent three months in the industry, saying she has worked from twenty fourteen to seventeen. Now, neither side has posted any claims or proof to back their statements up. Um, so it's a he said, she said kind of thing. But the reason I would lean more towards um, Bang Bros being correct is... And before people jump on me saying, oh, you know, you're just not taking the side because she's a woman or whatever. Well, no. She's come out and said in the past, in videos that she's posted to her internet and to her Twitter, um, that and in interviews, that she has had sole complete creative freedom on the scenes that she chooses she got to pick the people that she worked with on those scenes and she got to create the scenes and she was happy to do so so I mean from the outside in it just looks like and the reason this is coming up is there's a petition that has like millions of signatures basically um, with her trying to get all of her videos taken down from the internet pretty much Um, 
or from Bang Bros specifically, but also from the like as a whole. Yeah. Um, and everyone's supporting her, and every, like it's all a jump train. And now Bang Bros obviously have released a statement. Um, and I just think, okay, you made the videos when you were twenty-one. You were young, dumb, and let's face it, she was full of full cum, of cum at yep. the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we all do dumb things when we're twenty-one. I mean, I'm twenty-three, and I'm still doing dumb shit today. Yeah. Um, but I own it. I don't go back and go, okay, that was a mistake. Oh, it wasn't me. I was forced into it, you know? Yeah. Or I, I was forced to do it. Like, it wasn't... No, I did it. I I might look back on it and regret it, or not even regret it, just hate it or whatever. But I go, yeah, I did that. It was a different time. We don't know what she was going through she, financially, mentally. Maybe she really wanted to do it, and now she's looking back on it. And maybe regret. she's had job opportunities ruined because of it. Obviously, she, yeah. we know she got the threats for doing that hijab scene. From, from Middle Eastern countries. Um, but the reason we're bringing this up today is she has... So she's basically said she'd never work in the industry again, blah, blah, blah. Guess what she's gone and done? OnlyFans, baby. That's it. Quick she's fuck. gone and made an OnlyFans account saying that, oh, I have complete freedom and I'm empowering my body and I'm, you know, educating women. I'm like, no, bitch. You have a good body. You're just trying to make money off that body, which is respectable. I respect that. Make the money however you want to make it. Hustle. I don't care. Hustle. Do what you need to do, man. But, but there are don't sugarcoat it and try and frame it as something completely different other than that, saying, I'm just trying to educate people and it's empowering to women and power to, you know, because you've openly slagged the adult industry now since you've been out of it and now you're voluntarily going back into it, albeit in a different manner. Yeah. I just think, like, you can't have your cake and eat it, you know? Like, Yeah, definitely for, like, the stuff she's come out and said to then do this is sort of one of those backflips where you look and go, wow, like, sure, it's okay to be a hypocrite, but fuck, it just makes you look stupid. Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I just, yeah, honestly, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say, you know, like, um, when you think about it, it's just, is the whole thing she's doing, like, virtual signaling? Is she just trying to, like, make herself relevant? Why is she doing all this if she just goes back and backflips on it, essentially? Um, that's all. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it could be a marketing ploy of something, like, sort of, yeah, get her name out there, get her name in the news, out on Twitter, and then when she does drop that oh yeah like I'm coming on to OnlyFans well it remains to be remains to be seen as to what's going to come of it but we just thought we'd quickly bring it up yep um another person who's who's been in the media a lot recently and we've also talked about her on the on the pod um before our good friend uh called her up the other day had a bit of a yarn to her good man Ellen DeGeneres yep um now she's released a statement and the reason I'm bringing this up again is, again, I will get to it at the end, but let me read this statement out to you. She goes on to say, As you may have heard this summer, there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show, and then there was an investigation. I learned that things happen here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously, and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power, and I realise that with that comes responsibility. And I take responsibility for what happens at my show. Just reading that and listening to it, because that's the first time you've heard that statement. I haven't showed this yeah. to you before today. 
what do you get out of that? What what's what? that that is once again not my fault, like yeah. Oh man, man. <laughs> fuck! Oh, I I I wish I just <laughs> ran into her in the street and I'd go to jail. <laughs> just fucking the old oh trip her up in front of an oncoming vehicle. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't we don't advertise that? But maybe a little cheeky, you know, elbow yeah. drop, elbow drop, you know. Uh, but honestly, a, another statement, another emotionless... Shelving the blame. ...statement that shelves the blame. I mean, how many times are you going to make the exact same statement, but just word it differently? Yeah. She has yet to actually... She says she takes responsibility, but she wasn't aware of it. She's yet to actively apologise and say, I'm really sorry for what I've done and what I've caused. Yeah, like, if you were sorry... Take re- she's taking responsibility, but not for her actions. She's like me when I when I'm in the wrong, I'm the same. I refuse what? to take yeah, uh, and I I, res- I get that. But also you're you're not me, Alan. You'll never be me, so don't act like me. <laughs> you are not Jim. She's a public figure. Uh, we can call her she. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, a public maybe. figure. I don't know. I mean, uh, if I didn't know her, I'd. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she's a public figure, so it's a little bit different to me. She needs to take responsibility, but she needs to own it, and she's not owning it. She's saying, "Yes, I'm aware that this is happening, and I will take responsibility for it." But she ref- she's so far refused to actually apologise for for what's happened on her show and her actions on it as well. Um, so, again, another person who's come out made another statement that has no basis, that has no depth to it it's just a bunch of words to try and get the media off her back yeah uh like she's just trying to play that safe game she's done the smart thing in letting everyone else forget about the initial yeah bit, yeah and then coming out with another statement and they go yeah. oh maybe ellen's not yeah that but that funny. wasn't her that would have been a pr team yeah you're done now <laughs> you're done ellen you're done big shock <laughs> You're done now. Um, Alright. Now we've got those two fucking bitches out the way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's get into some more serious topics. Okay. What do you got for me? Um, Well, I'm going to go a little bit off the rail today. And uh, I just want to... You touched on it earlier. We're not going to stick to the order. Uh, We were running a bit late in recording today because I felt... At 11 o'clock this morning, hey, I'm going to order a pizza and a pasta combo for myself and my dear mother. Thought I'd treat her to a nice lunch from yeah. a wood fire pizzeria. Uh, menu log had it, but delivered by their own driver, so I thought, ah, well, you know, I'll fucking get a pizza and a pasta. Yep. Now, I'm, as we mentioned, I'm on this kind of health kick, gymming it every day of the week, just about um, eating really healthy. So I thought, pizza, one day a week, it's my off day today, why not? Just... I haven't yeah, had any junk absolutely. food, like, for a while. Not saying that I've been eating just salads and grilled chicken, but also I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah. So I order this pizza at 11 o'clock. Yep, it'll be there by 11.50. I thought 50 minutes is a long wait, but they said, oh, yeah, because we've just opened, we've got to let the wood fires start, you know, heating up. I said, absolutely understand that. I'm prepared. Yep. 11.50 comes around. Pizza will be there at 12 o'clock. No worries, no worries. Like, 10 minutes, not a big deal. 12 o'clock comes around. 12.12 is your delivery time. 
they called me. They said they actually called me at, at twelve o'clock and they said we're really sorry, we're running ten minutes late. Yeah, so perfect. You've called me personally, like no deal, no big deal. I don't mind extra twenty minutes here. You called me, you updated me on the situation. Bygones be bygones. However, at twelve thirty, <laughs> I had yet to hear from them and or receive my pizza. And my menu log order had said, please rate and review. So they'd obviously hit the, the delivered button. So I've gone, nah. Call them up. I said, hey, mate, where's my pizza? They said, what area code are you in? I gave them the area code. Yeah. They go, oh, he'll be there in two or three minutes. I said, mate, it was supposed to be here 45 minutes ago. I said, oh, it'll be there. And then proceeded to hang up on me. Wow. So, I mean, I wasn't rude to him. I was a little bit short, but I was definitely by no means rude to him. Uh, and he just hung up on me. So, I, it got me thinking. I mean, I got the food, and I've got to say, I was very, very... My disappointment was immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Wow. <laughs> See, look... It was, su- it was subpar, and I won't I won't dox <laughs> the, uh, the pizzeria for all those wonderful people listening. Um, <clears throat> no, no, no. Um, I should have gone with Domino's and I hate Domino's I'm not a big fan of fast food or for advocating for you know paying those local businesses their money but fucking should have just gone Domino's baby mate I could go to Domino's and get a $5 pizza but I choose to spend $20, $25 on a gourmet like wood fire pizza because it's a proper pizza I want it done right and it's healthier let's be honest it is a lot healthier yeah, uh, the, yeah, there's a lot the shit less that your fast food. Fats. Yeah. Um, so I thought, cool, no worries. Like, ate the food, was really subpar, was very disappointed. I'm now full, but left wanting. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste of my cheap meal. And it wasn't cheap either. It was yeah. in the $50 area for that combo meal. Ouchie. Uh, so, you know. But um, got me thinking... Have you ever, like, we've all had bad experiences with, you know, that sort of stuff. What are, what are some of your bad, ex- if you've ever had any, some bad experiences with, you know, Uber Eats or your menu log or some delivery service and food? Because I know we've got a lot of friends, uh, particularly a set of twins that we know, who heavily rely well, on that for lunch and dinner five days a week. Um, and yeah, it just got me thinking. Uh, do you do you send an email to them? You know, your food's 45 minutes late. Do you email the, the company or do you email Uber Eats or whatever service well, you go through? I've only, had, I've only had two dramas. One is understandable. The second wasn't really the restaurant's fault, but it was a quality story nonetheless. Uh, I had one order. I made an order of a, of a burger from an establishment. Uh, yep. and ordered a milkshake as just, you know, something to sip on. So I get my I order. I love good milkshake. Mate, old mate comes up, knocks on the door, gives me my meal. Lovely. I sit down, I go, oh, don't have a milkshake. So I'm, it's uh, a local local place, so I had their phone is number. Is this in your new area or is this back home? Nah, this is, this is back home. So Okay. You might know Susie Dukes. You've just doxed it. No, no, no. This isn't, this isn't on them. So okay. I called them up. I said, hey, look, like I just ordered a burger like with fries. I got a shake as well. No shake, baby. Where's my shake? They said, oh, we sent it out. 
uh, old mate, Uber driver, I call him. He was like, oh, yeah, look, I forgot to bring it into you. So I just drank it. <laughs> Who does? Oh, I forgot. I'll just take it back. No, I just drank it. You know what? That whole ride home from when he picked up your meal, he was looking at that shake going, I know exactly what I'm going to do. That wasn't Ooh, an accident. Yeah. This was a meticulously planned attack. Yeah. I couldn't... Like, you make the mistake, sure. Like, it's so easy to forget the drink because they generally just put it in their cup holder. Yeah. But to then go, oh, forgotten to give me... I won't take that back. I'm just going to drink it now. <laughs> That's You're symbolic. So what'd you do, mate? Did you get it resolved? What happened? Oh, well, I did the... I called, like, I called Susie Duke, told them, because I know that if I go through Uber and say, hey, I didn't get my milkshake, it fucks them, not the driver. Yeah. So... I reported the driver, bad man. Yeah, very bad man. Rated Susie Duke, very good. Naughty, and naughty. Susie Dukes, credit to them, gave me a $10 voucher. Wow. So, yeah, thanks yeah, They very didn't much, have Susie to do Duke. that either. Yeah, that, own... that wasn't on them. That's it. You heard it here first, guys. Support your local businesses because you do Susie right by Dukes them. And you do right by them and they will most of the time do right by you. Yep. And then... The other one, just the classic McDonald's Uber Eats order. Gets to my house after a good hour, cold, oh, ice cold, and the yeah. order is completely wrong. Yeah, I've had that before as well. I've had that many a times. I used to, as you know, I used to love to, two, three o'clock in the morning, ooh, a little bit of McDonald's <laughs> delivery, eh? Maybe a little ten nuggets and a quarter pounder. Food comes, no drink, no sauces for my nuggets. <laughs> They still, you know, made no pickles and onions on my McDonald's burgers. Still pickles and onions on the burger. What? To be fair, though, I have sent back, uh, not sent back anything, but sent uh, reviews or messages to Uber Eats before, and they have um, reimbursed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they are pretty. My... Uber Eats and Menulog are very good for that. If sort you of do stuff. it too many times, though, they go yeah. ah, easy being dodgy. Um, yeah, but also my favorite... if you're ordering. You know, 100 meals a week and you're reporting two of them a week, they'll go, okay, that's still, you know. Yeah. Um, my favourite fast food fuck-up, as it would be, would be <laughs> the time I went through McDonald's drive through and I only ordered one thing. It was the cheeseburger shaker fries. I thought, oh, I might give them a go. Let's see how they taste. And you would not believe this. They gave me the sachet for the, like, the seasoning for the shaker fries. The shaker yep. bag and no fries. No fries. Bag. Just say no handed fries. me the bag and I went, are you <laughs> kidding me? Oh. But on the other, you know, flip the coin and I've had some very good, pleasant experiences. Actually, just yesterday or the day before, I yep. ordered uh, Guzman and Gomez. And now you, a lot of you can say, oh, but you're supposed to be eating healthy. I've done the research. Guzman and Gomez is 60 grand on a, on a grilled chicken wrap. Obviously, the wrap is not amazing, but you know I'm not eating 100% healthy. Um, 60 grams protein, 500 calories, and like 10 grams of fat. So I'm like, cool, I can get away with eating one of those every now and again. It's yep. relatively healthy. It's, and I use brown rice. So it's brown rice, black beans, pick of the garlo, which I will take out sometimes, and spicy grilled chicken. Relatively healthy, no? Yeah. Order that, and then I uh, also order a burrito bowl for my my dear mother. Um, and it came in the came on time, everything perfect. Actually, it was five minutes early, 
And there were three tacos in there as well. They'd added three tacos in. Oh, lovely. Because um, I'd ordered one taco um, for my mother. And they came with three. Now, that might have been a mess up on their part. But, I mean, it's a lovely story. The food was there early. It tasted amazing. The driver was quick and efficient and nice when he left it there. And yeah. I got some extra food out of it. I mean, you take the good with the bad, you know? Yeah, or just like a Chinese restaurant uh, my girlfriend and I ordered from a couple of weeks ago. She went there, she had to wait quite a long, quite a long time. A free salt and pepper squid for a that Was that a local, you know, like a... Yeah, local, local Chinese they, restaurant. I've I, I got to say, the Asian restaurants, Asian cuisine restaurants and Indian cuisine restaurants, when they make you wait, because they don't normally... And I think it comes down like... In Japan, you know, the culture is like everything's on time. If the trains are running like three minutes late, they actually have to issue a, a statement so that you can take it to your boss and say, hey, this is yeah what's happening. Yeah. So I think maybe that, that obviously their culture is a lot more punctual. So when you do wait, they feel more obliged to say, well, here, we're really sorry to make you wait. We'll make it up to you. Just like maybe like $5 off your order or here's a free item on your order or something. Yeah. Well, that, fuck, that, happens that was some quality salt and pepper squids as well. I'll tell you what. Normally, I mean, normally it's just, you know, a big bag of those, you know, prawn chips or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, the prawn chips come complimentary now these days. Yeah, a lot of places do do the complimentary ones because they're so cheap, you know. Yeah. It takes five cents to make a bag of them and they're selling them for five bucks a bag. I mean, yeah. talk about stonks. <laughs> Absolute stonks. <laughs> now, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Yep. Uh, this is a little bit of a chill, vibey episode, a bit of a chaotic one in terms of, like, just recording times and tight schedule um so we may not get through all of the topics we had planned but don't fret uh we've got some quality we've got some quality stuff and some can get chucked onto the next episode anyway um now this wasn't in the list either that i sent over to you but we would discuss it this talk of food has got me reminiscing on our conversation a couple of a couple of nights ago I don't yes. know if you recall said com- I, uh, I conversation recall. where you called me up at about 11.30 at night, almost midnight, uh, asking what kind of burgers you should make. Now, I'm over here thinking, well, you're two hours behind, so it's about 9.30 there. What's this bloke making homemade burgers for at 9.30 at night on a weeknight? Uh, then I remembered that you didn't have a job and that you're fucking a bit <laughs> of a bum. Until tomorrow. Yeah, um, tomorrow. So, what's... Uh, we we got onto the topic of burger trucks. Yeah. Now, for those of you listening, I am an avid lover of burger trucks. Even the ba- the worst burger truck still has a decent burger. Yeah, and even if you've got a terrible burger though, people are still going to come just to try your burger. Just yeah, to say, exactly. Hey, the burger's bad, or hey, the burger's not as bad as people think it is. Yeah, exactly. So we were just getting on. What would your most and you only have one choice? Your ideal burger be. If well, you had look, to make it, if if we talked because we discussed maybe opening a burger truck sometimes in Jiffin Jones Burger Truck, um, <laughs> maybe that won't be the name. But um, what would your if you had to do that? What would be your signature burger to put on the truck? Look, for me, ideally, the signature burger is just you. You know your hamburger rolls from Woolies. That for your bun. Yep. A nice smash patty. Basic. Just mince, roll into a ball, salt, pepper, on the pan. <laughs> Cheese. Mayo. 
tomato sauce and some pickle. That's wow, it. Wow, so just a the basic burger. A basic burger. And, and what would the, you what would you call it? The basic burger. Just like the basic not, not bitch. Jeff's basic, basic burger or Nah, just the basic burger. Or the basic. What about you, mate? What's your idea? Ooh, I was not expecting you to throw this back on me. So we've got a brioche bun, lightly toasted with a bit of garlic butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know me, I love a good brioche bun. Um, yep. Now, if I had the time, not a viable option, I love a good steamed brioche bun. Very yep. rarely do you get a steamed brioche bun, and you'll never get one in a burger truck, because the idea of the burger truck is get them out quick, make the money. Yeah. Steamed buns just, along with steamed hams, they just don't, they're not quick. Mm. So although although when I am melting my cheese on my basic burger, I add a bit of water to the uh, fry pan and cover just to steam that cheese and make it all melty and gets it into yeah, the patty. Ooey gooey inside, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's fucked up our classic little singing song. Don't sing it. We'll go coffee str- stricken. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. So. I would have brioche buns toasted lightly, either yep. with butter or garlic butter, depending on your, you know, the palate. Now, you know me, I'm a big fan of, like, Southwest burgers. Yep. You know, those big, chunky, heart attack burgers that are just smoky barbecue aioli with, you know, that sort of stuff. Cool pork. Yeah, so I'd go the... If you if we're going to go, like, the heart attack way, I'd do a double patty, but for the sake of Ooh. it, we'll do a single patty. Yep. Uh, now, I, I'm going to go off the rules a little bit here, and I'm going to go either or streaky bacon pulled pork, depending okay. on um, where I am, the time of year, you know, that's slight change. Yeah. Maybe both, if I'm feeling, you know, adventurous. Okay. With a bit of a, bit of a, ooh, smoky barbecue, some aioli, and a hint of mustard all mixed together to yep. make like a special saucy. Um, and then I'd have, uh, obviously, the cheese on each patty. Of course, you have to melt the cheese. Um, cannot forget that. And then, I'd, of course, the pickles as well. Now, it wouldn't be a Southwest burger without either either the uh, adding a onion rings to it. Yep. And, a, you know, a little leaf of lettuce. One, you know, singular leaf of... One lettuce, please. Of cost lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my ideal burger. You know, I like those big juicy burgers with a nice sauce and it has... You know me, I've never been one to stick with one kind of texture. If I go to McDonald's, I've got to get a chicken and a meat dish, like a beef dish. You know, Guzmini, I get a burrito with grilled chicken and maybe sometimes pulled pork. You know, I like to mix it up. Yeah. So that would be my my go-to for the... And, And what would you call it? Oof. I'd call it GIFs 2019 or GEMS 2019. Wow. Uh, Why why the 2019 fixture? Big juicy fat and that was me in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I'll I'll take it. I'll pay it with a like. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, that was my ideology with the basic burger. Yeah, yeah, it is. I just thought, why not? 2019. Or even maybe 2020. It's a big fuck around, but in the end, it all came together. Hopefully. Like a burger. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. 
So, um, well, moving away from food because it's uh, making me disappointed. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to our weekly questions or should we save that for a little bit later on? Yeah, no, let's go to the questions. Um, oh, and also, just uh, before we continue on, guys, um, a huge thank you to everyone who messaged us and actually sent us emails um, over last week's episode. They liked the, uh, the free-flowing nature of it um, with, you know, having a bit more of a serious side and just not really having a structured topics, but a more natural conversation. We'll yep. try and do some of those every now and again, and we'll try and keep some of the structured ones again, because we know people like those too. Um, I really enjoyed doing last week's one. I thought personally it was our favorite one. Um, I don't yep. know about Jif over there, but for myself, I'd... that was the case. Yeah, 100%. Loved it. Like um, so yeah, it we'll, was... we'll keep it a nice, refreshing mixture of both, and uh, who knows, maybe soon we'll get some guests in to, to add a bit more chaotic nature to it. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll, we'll see how we go with guests. I feel once once we've grown in enough stature and we're comfortable with what we're doing, uh, as long as we can you know, feel comfortable with having that third person, third or fourth person, uh, we'd definitely be willing to add add someone in every here every now and again yeah absolutely so let's move on to uh, some questions now we've got we've only got two people who have sent us questions this week um, but one of them has sent us a number of questions that we're just going to go through because why not yeah uh, this is our podcast and we can do what, what we like what the fuck we want yeah fuck you don't tell me what so, to do with my podcast <laughs> Do you want to start first, or do you want me to start first? Uh, you, you, you go first. Alright, well, well, we'll read out some of the questions, and then we'll chuck the second person in there at some point. So, this question comes from Martin Lound. Shout <laughs> out to Martin listener. Lound. If you're out there, avid listener, thank you, Martin Thanks, Lound. Thanks, Martin. Uh, says, um, your biggest struggles slash adjustments during the COVID period so far. I feel like we kind of discussed that because these, it's we got this email just after last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, like the same day almost before it even aired. So, um, some of these questions might be a little outdated. So I feel like we discussed that a lot last week. The biggest struggle was kind of mentally adapting to it. Yeah. Um, especially for yourself, I like I'll let you answer for your own self. But, um, the whole aspect of like work becomes unstable in a sense. You don't know if you're going to be working when you're going to be working, you don't know what's happening with your university degree, um, things like that. So that mentally was the biggest adjustment. But there are a lot of positives that are starting to come out of it as well. Yeah, yeah. my biggest adjustment and struggle was not having that sort of close-knit uh, group around me uh, during the COVID period, so that was probably the most difficult part for me. Yeah, fair enough. We'll scoot on. You want to go to the next one there we've got? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, how slash where did you both meet your current partners? That's an interesting one because our stories are very similar. Very similar, but completely different also. Yeah, so I met my current partner in Vietnam, of all places. Yeah. Uh, went on holiday at the end of last year, went to Vietnam, as most of my friends know, had a blast, uh, did a little tour with a bunch of group of people. We weren't really that close on the tour. Um, you know, we were doing our own things, talking to our own people, getting with our own people, seeing our own people. 
but then we got back, stayed in contact, and slowly, slowly, uh, it kind of evolved, and from there, um, yeah, it just happened. Naturally, that's kind of how and, and where. Yep. Um, so, yeah, mine, I went on a Kentucky tour last year also. Uh, wow, that's a really unique thing to do for a young Australian. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not many people have done it. I've done a Kentucky tour. I know uh, it's very niche, but, you know, I did it, and it's just something some people are going to have to deal with. But, yeah, just went through uh, all of Europe, and uh, my partner and I sort of began as friends and as the trip went on uh, we sort of got a bit deeper in uh, how we felt about each other um, and then we sort of just continued talking obviously she lived on the other side of the country uh, as does mine to me um, but yeah we kept in contact she came to Sydney for a bit I came to Perth for a bit and yeah just moved over it was sort of Something I didn't really see coming at all uh, when I went on the trip, but I don't think anyone it, saw it coming. Yeah, looking back at it, though, it was probably a, uh, definitely something I'd been hanging out for for a while, I guess. So, here's a question: that what were your thoughts when you made the decision to move over there away from you? Because you hadn't been together that long. By the point, like, I mean, you'd been together a couple of, like, a couple of months, like, exclusively, but you hadn't seen each other that much, so, you know, were you nervous, because you weren't sure how going, living with a person would be, were you, ex like, obviously you were excited, like, what was, because I've never actually asked you this, well, if, well and you don't thought, have to answer it if you don't want to, but what oh, was no, running no, through your mind? So, my thought process was, uh, I was at a point in my life where I felt like I was stagnating a bit, uh, was, you know, just not doing much with myself and not challenging uh, anything I've anything I've done and I like got a call out from my mum she was like you know you don't seem to be yourself um, so You're I thought run. you know it, it's time for a change and I thought what you know what better way to change than to just you know chuck it in and move to the other side of the country and like it wasn't it was never going to be something that I'm um, coming over here to live in Perth and like for the rest of my life. Um, like it was definitely just to come over here and test the waters and see what it was like. Um, and if it ended up being a mistake, it was a mistake worth making. Yeah, uh, you know, it's something you had to do to find out for yourself. Yeah, and like I've found out that I'm very comfortable living outside of home, uh, you know, without like my family and my friends obviously it would make life a lot better uh having you know my close-knit group around me but yeah this was definitely something that i never thought was like sort of possible for me uh yeah in, i think you know myself having covid writers like we went into lockdown almost the weekend except that you left yeah. essentially so that would that's been a bit difficult you know having your best mate leave and in my mind, it's like every month I'm just going to fly over there because realistically, I can get flights for 100, 200 bucks, and I don't mind shoving that out if I can see your best mate, you know? Yeah. See someone who you consider a brother. Didn't bother me. Um, but with COVID, it's like we haven't seen each other since what March now, which uh, yeah, start of April. April. Yeah. 4th. So, I mean, we stayed in regular contact every day. We're talking. Yeah. Um, and we'll get onto that as well. Um. But it's like my, my concept, on the 1st of September, I was supposed to start a job in uh, London. 
Yeah. I'd gotten, I'd been working on a job offer to teach in London uh, this year, and I got offered the job in February. Uh, That's a very this... unique thing for a young Australian to do as well. But as a teacher, I wasn't going as a bartender or working in a hostel or something. I had, like, <laughs> this is what I'm doing with my career. This was a career move as well. It wasn't necessarily, oh, I'm just going to go work in a hostel in Europe because then it's cheap to travel Europe, you know. Um, there was a thought process behind it. Um, but even that kind of seemed out of reach until I got that offer, you know. You you talk about wanting to do that sort of stuff and it's... And then when it comes to fruition, it's great. And you, like, you yourself are loving it. In my case, obviously, I couldn't travel um, and get the visa and stuff like that, which kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good thing for you. You seem a lot happier. Um, and I think as soon as borders are going to open up, you're going to have a blast. All your mates are going to want to come see you and stuff like that. Uh, Parker, your band. Um, <laughs> band speaking of <laughs> Speaking of mates, um, I'd like to just give a quick shout-out. Big shout out a quick to a shout close out. friend of the podcast. Yeah, close friend and, and listener of the podcast, our, our good mate Cam. Um, he's just gone through surgery and there's been some minor complications. Um, so, you know, he's, he's been looked after in the hospital at the moment and we wish him all the best with his recovery. Hopefully getting a nice sponge bath, mate. Yeah, yeah. And make sure the nurse is, you know... Yeah. <laughs> The viewers can't see that, but I I saw it. <laughs> Little cheeky. Thanks, Duval. Um, but yeah, just shout out to Cam. Um, get well soon, mate. And if you need anything, give, don't ever hesitate to give us a call. Um, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> yep. Next um, question. This is an interesting one, and this is going to cause so much debate. Um, my... Martin Lound. Actually, sorry, let me read out Let me read out our other one. Um, so this question... Oh, fuck. <laughs> this question comes from a user who wants to be called <laughs> Not Fake Account 05. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if English is his first podcast first first podcast uh, sorry sorry first language is <laughs> his first language uh, sorry i'm just reading something uh because his his question says hello jeff and jim so he's already got the names wrong <laughs> yeah and then it says my question semicolon next line yes dot space Okay, podcast. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not fake account 05. We're glad that our podcast is okay for you. We're very welcome to be making this for you. Um, I am an English teacher. Yeah, thanks for listening. I am an English teacher. It seems like you're struggling a little bit there with your grammar and your, your English language skills in general. If you'd like me to, to give you a hand and help you out there, I don't you know I don't mind. Shoot us an email again. Um, preferably get someone who speaks English to proofread it first. <laughs> or punch it <laughs> and into then a I will, Or a translator, yeah. And I will charge half price for you. Only $500 per session. <laughs> 
Very so that, that was a quick one that I just, when we got it, I shook my head. Um, <laughs> we anyway, do love all our on... listeners, no matter uh, what mental state they're in. Yeah, we. <laughs> Bad so man. Moving back, <laughs> moving back on to Martin Lound, uh, he goes. Uh, do you guys believe that young and he's put young in capitals to stress you know the, the young, young part yeah. do you guys believe that young men and women can just be platonic friends no so I'm gonna say young is in like teenagers early adulthood yeah and I'm gonna to that question say no <laughs> it does not work I'm gonna say yes why not that I've yes. ever been in that can you, situation can you elaborate well no because I don't really have many female friends I've only got two or three from university. Yeah, but can you elaborate as to why you think... I think it's a lot easier for girls to be platonic friends with guys than it is for guys to be platonic friends with girls. Yep. I think most guys will end up wanting a romantic or physical relationship at some point. Um, It might not start out that way. Yeah. um, Uh, But it, it can get like that. Um, whereas I think girls have it much easier in in sense of being able to just say, yeah, friends. Yeah, I um, will don't say... Don't ask me why. I don't I know the psychology no. behind it. Um, especially when it comes to workplace friendships. They always seem to be the most uh, dangerous, we'll say. Uh, as Don't shit where you eat. As an idiot... <laughs> I will tell you, I have made this mistake not once, not twice, but many times. Um, I'm obviously quite a friendly guy. Um, So, at my workplace, I would make a lot of friends, whether they be male or female. Um, And I would always just get into the habit of making the friendship a physical uh, relationship yeah. and yeah I see that it definitely well I've got one two three four five six uh, accounts where it just it's the most idiotic thing you can do because no matter how good a friendship is that will always ruin a friendship yeah but I just don't think when you are I can as young, think of one main one with you like the you know your early 20s I don't think you can be platonic friends with uh, a person of the opposite sex because it'll always end up... You want to fuck uh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there's always going to be sexual tension, baby. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> we'll just go straight on to the next one then, if you want to shoot that one across. Yeah, um, so the next one is... Uh, could you ever be friends with an ex? Uh no. I'm again I'm going to say yes. I when I break up with someone, you are the last person I want to see for the rest of my life. I will see you in the streets. I will not even give you the time of day. Once I've had that relationship end, whether it be by my doing or their doing, I couldn't think of anyone I would less want to have a uh, you know, conversation with. Once that's so, done, I don't want to do it again. That. So there's no point in, you know, rerunning any conversation. So, I would say yes, because as you know, I've kept in contact with a couple of my exes. Yeah. Um, 
for specific reasons that you're aware of. Um, and that's work always worked out fine. Um, in the short interim directly after the relationship ends, it can be quite difficult because you both have a lot of emotions and feelings running through, even if you're the one that does the breaking up. Yep. Um, you can both, you know, you still feel a multitude of things. So probably not in the first, you know, month, two months, even three months after. But I don't see why... I wouldn't go out and hang out one-on-one. You go to the movies or something with yeah. them, you know. But I wouldn't see why, like, in a group setting, if I was going to a bar or something with a bunch of mates and she... Like, if, if you dated someone in your friend group, like, there's no reason. It's, if you both end on, you know, in peaceful terms, if, you know, it... it, it which happens a lot as well, and sometimes it doesn't happen. But if you land like if you mutually just agree and then it ends or whatever, and you end on like mutual terms, then I don't see why not. Why you can't be be friends? I'm not saying you have to hang out with them or be best friends or anything like that. But in a group setting, going out to like the bar for a couple of drinks, yes, it may be awkward. Um, but also like, especially if they were your friend before, or if they're in your friendship group, then you owe it to them to kind of. Not you owe it to your other friends essentially to not let that ruin their evening in a sense. Yeah. That's in a group setting. On I, a solo setting, I wouldn't yeah. do it. I wouldn't hang out with them like you know one on one, unless it was you know two or three years past and then I've come back to town for example and I've run into one of my exes and we go catch up or something. I just think like obviously you're dating someone you're going to have had you know sex with them it would have been an intimate relationship there will never be a time with your ex where if you're both single you wouldn't just think oh like i'll just fuck them like what's what's the issue yeah but what if especially a very shallow no here's a very shallow one then you go you break up whatever you go travel overseas for three four years you come back run into your ex they're a hundred kilos heavier like, oh, obviously still gonna... <laughs> there are circumstances. <laughs> you fucking shallow prick. You heard but, it here first, folks. Jif but... will not sleep with a bigger woman. How <laughs> dare you? Well, no, I'm I'm more thinking like there's always going to be an attraction. You know, as long no. as the people stay the same. <laughs> You're talking about physically. Yeah. Wowee, you heard it here first, folks. Chief also only cares about the physical aspects of a woman and what a woman has to offer physically. You I really love light fire under my ass, freak. don't you? Feminists unite, rise up against this tyranny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just always feel like there is always going to be sexual tension between... Uh, previous paramours. Okay, I respect that, even though you're wrong. So moving on to the <laughs> moving on to the next question, uh, and this kind of ties in with our next topic. Yep. Um, what are some upcoming games that you're excited for, mate? I I can't wait to play the new FIFA. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to play the new Minecraft. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, I mean, FIFA's a staple just for career mode. You and I are both avid lovers of career mode in FIFA. Yep, um, FIFA, new football manager, I'll be getting that. Football manager, um, ready, ready to sign the next Lautaro Martinez, uh, who will um, never play for me. I'm ready to sign the next 
David Brooks. Oh, I've got a million of youngsters um, that are making it in the, the big leagues. Uh, Call of Duty, um, Cold War will be pretty cool. Again, um, just another really reinstallment. I'd never really um, like. I don't know. I always get hyped up to get Call of Duties, but I don't know. It's only it's, good for like the first two months when everyone plays it, and then it kind of. Yeah. The only people that play it after that are like tryhards and mm. you know people like that. Um, but talking about gaming, uh, in our favorite games, our upcoming games, Halo Infinite on the all new Xbox Series X, baby. That's it. That's it. So uh, uh, moving on to the next topic, there. Uh, nice little transition, a real smooth transition there. Smooth operator. <laughs> I'm a smooth operator. <laughs> Little F1 throwback for those of you fans listening. Uh, yeah, the new the new gaming consoles are coming out this year. The new Xbox uh, Series X and the uh, PlayStation 5. Yep. Now, um, both will have two variants. One, obviously, the bigger one, the more powerful, and one which will be slightly smaller. Uh, oh, well, the, I believe the PlayStation 5, they're the exact same console except... The one, one is discless. Is discless. So with the Xbox, if you're poor and you can't afford the electricity, buy the cheaper option. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a spec down uh, model. Yeah, it is a spec down model. So this is not new news. Everyone, anyone who's anyone who plays game will know that the new consoles are coming out this year. Yeah. Um, um. And pre-orders over the last two weeks have gone live for both consoles. Shame so. Broke. From both PS5 times. released there, so they're only going to have a limited amount. Uh, their site crashed. Uh, nobody could order anything for days. Xbox came out and said, ha, fuck, in paraphrasing here, fuck you, Sony, we're going to release, not have any issues, and everyone's going to be able to get one. At one uh-huh. minute past 8am in the morning at Sydney time, the, they, were out. they were out, the site had uh, crashed. crashed immediately. They then said, ah, oh, sorry, we'll be back up by 12 o'clock. The site then crashed again, and people couldn't get on. So then they said, oh, by 3 o'clock, the site will be ready. The site, again, then did not uh, function as <laughs> as uh, as promised. Um, and then it was later found out that uh, in GameStops in America, each GameStop would only be getting, you know, between two and eight consoles per store. Yeah, uh, uh, and that that's a ridiculous number. I well, EB Games, the stat from them, the Xbox Series X sold out in forty-eight seconds on their first pre-order. That's so ridiculous. From six o'clock to six o'clock and forty-eight seconds was the only time they had Xboxes in stock. I was on at oh well, sorry, at six o'clock per time, obviously yep. eight a.m. Sydney time. I was on at six o'clock. I the second it went live, I had one in my cart. I had to re-log my card details for some reason. Uh to only find out that the only way that you could get your Xbox at that six o'clock drop was if you had an E B games gift card loaded onto your account because oh. those funds got taken out straight away. Yeah. You didn't have to wait for approval from your credit card. Yeah. So some people are ahead of the curve in that one. Yeah, genius. So you were you were not a happy man I uh, was, at the time. EB Games had blood on their hands. 
Let me see. Let me see if I could find some quotes from yours truly uh, about the console. Um, well, I know I definitely did go through a stage of saying, if I can't get this Xbox, I'm just going to get a PC. Fuck the Xbox. Xbox is a piece of shit. Nathan Booth, I'm going to have a mad wank now. <laughs> nah, fuck them. I'm going to email them. <laughs> Uh, fucking bots. Yeah, there are a lot of bots on the website. Uh, also, the resale of console pre-orders, not the console yeah. itself, the resale, there were uh, Xbox Series X console pre-orders on eBay with bids of up to $60,000 Australian. That is ridiculous. Now, I do believe majority of those bids would just be troll bids. Uh, from but, accounts with no... But how many of them are serious? Oh, I don't think any of the massive ones would be serious. But I think all the listings with just buy it now only, uh, the listings are generally around that 1500 to $2,000 mark to, you know, get your hands on a console. And there's no guarantee you can get your hands on that console either. So I definitely think it's a dangerous game you're playing if you're trying to get a console through eBay. Sorry, I'm just going through your your rants that you had in the group chat. <laughs> Sack them. I should be fucking angry. Sold out in one second. This is, uh, this, this is only like, not even a quarter of what was said. <laughs> we're all in the mud here because EV Games couldn't handle the traffic. We I can't were, believe... Fact, I can't yeah. believe this. I'm ready to belt cunts. <laughs> EV have blood on their hands. Blood on your hands, EV games. This and is we all know quotes. <laughs> this is all quotes from Jiff himself. Yeah, look, there's not much I, a young Jiffer, can do. There's one that just says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that really sums it up. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, we're running out of time, so yep. we'll, we'll, we've had a good little laugh here. We've got a couple more topics that we'll get onto next episode. We'll chuck them in there. I reckon um, first world problems is got to be what we're going for now. Yeah. So, do you want to lead the line? I will lead the line with my on first this one, world problems mate. because this one I think you might really like. All right. All right. You ready for this? Strap I'm, yourself in. Uh, I don't have a strap big enough to fit me. <laughs> Bad tasting tap water is my first world problem. Mate! Yes! And Perth tap water tastes like the shit out of my asshole. It yes. is terrible. I hate it. The fact that they even have the gall to charge me for the water <laughs> that comes out of that tap is a disgrace. Have you ever I had the, the brown water yet? Oh, I haven't had the brown water, no. But no, not yet? Not yet? Your pipes aren't rusty? No, but I've had to buy a filter so I can drink the t water that comes out because it is disgusting. I don't even think they treat their water here like with <laughs> fluoride or anything. Disgraceful. I oh, hate it. Mate. It makes me unwell. Perth Water Board or WA Water or whatever you're fucking called, <laughs> sort your taste out. Yeah. It is terrible. And no I'm good, you I'm pointing reckon? at the camera. No one can say but I'm pointing at the camera... I know you're listening. Perth, water, whatever. 
we know so, anyone about these first world problems are listening for yeah. a fact. Absolutely. Absolutely for a fact. I've had enough of drinking shit water. I've had to buy a filter. Ugh, piss me off. Understandable, mate. I'd be pissed off too if I've gone from drinking God's water to Sydney drinking water, water that came out of my asshole. Delicious. <laughs> um, Alright, well, I got one as well. This is... This is... It really irks me. As you know, I'm an avid gym goer. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I've been going for quite some time now. Uh, two weeks. Uh, nearly a month now. Nearly a month. Okay, yeah. Because it was two weeks... Like, almost two weeks last episode. Yeah. Um, and I've stuck to it. I've had... I had my first uh, really struggle street day um, like two days ago. I really struggled just to get even hit my my PBs. Like I really really struggled, but yeah. I, that that comes with it. I think you need. I didn't let my body heal. I didn't get enough sleep that night. So, um, but uh, my first world problem is people who go to the gym and will sit on one machine for like two hours. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm s- and they sit on their phone for half of it, and we went to the gym the other day, and I do f- I, we do full body workouts, so we do, our sessions can anywhere from like an hour and 45 minutes to two and a half hours, depending on how we're traveling, and depending on how much cardio we want to do as well. Yep. Those people that get Correct. in there, and they're on those machines from when we get there, I'm talking about like the squat racks and the benches and stuff. And they'll do their entire exercise on that one machine. So they'll go to the squat rack, they'll do the squats, for example. Then they'll do, you know, overheads and, and things like that and pull-ups on the one machine. There's only one of mo- those machines in the gym. Surely yeah. you go to the actual pull-up machine or the actual, you know, get the dumb, the barbells for the, the, um, the overheads and things, whatever you need to do. But yeah. you don't sit... I thought... I could be wrong here. You could educate me here. I thought going to the gym it's gym etiquette once you're done with the drill you move on to another machine like another machine like you don't spend two hours on one machine at the gym yeah uh, well I feel like the gym has if you're doing five or six different drills on that one machine I can guarantee you that the gym is going to have all five and six of those individual drills that you want to do on other machines yeah I feel like also though you could probably go up and ask, "Hey mate, like how many sets you got left?" Or like, "What do you?" Yeah, like, you can do that. Any chance we can just uh, jump in? You you can do that when they're on there and they're only doing one or two different drills, for example. But yeah. when I went up there, I got to the gym the other morning and there was this bloke on the squat rack, uh, yeah. doing wasn't even doing squats, he was doing deadlifts or whatever it was, which is fine. Um, deadlifts do what you need. in the squat rack. Well, he he moved out of the squat rack and then did the de- deadlifts okay, like yeah. just behind the frame. Yeah. But still using the items of the squat rack. So you couldn't use it. Yeah. And I went up, did my cardio. You do cardio for like half an hour. Come back down, did a couple of drills. The bloke was still there doing it. So that's over an hour he's been there. Not to mention however long he was there before we got there. Yep. Um, continued on, continued on. And we were waiting for him to move. We didn't want to be disrespectful, you know. Maybe he's got something. And But half the time he's just sitting there on his phone. And it really started to piss me off. If it happens again, I will head over there and just like, hey mate, any chance we can quickly jump in while you're cooling down or whatever, yeah, like, yeah, while you're in, be- in between phone. sets? Yeah, while you're yeah. fucking doing fuck all over there, well, touching yourself favorite, in the corner. My favorite at the gym is it always happens on the leg press machine, the incline leg press. Mate, yeah. You, 
you've been on there for 40 minutes, just say you can't squat and dip. <laughs> That's it. That's all and I want. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think it's been a pretty chill episode today. Yeah, um, it's been a good episode. I reckon we give it a wrap up there. It's just hit exactly one hour. Yep. So, um, go a little Here's bit over. There's how are you, sons of bitches? Yeah, have this little fucking extra couple of seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anything you want to say, say to the fans out there, listeners? I hate you all. Yeah, nah, me too. We 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 enjoy your uh, stewardship and please your interactions. Continue, continue to listen to us. We we do love you. Yeah, continue to give us, um, you know, spread the word. If you if you do enjoy us genuinely and you think maybe we're we're decent, please, you know, us get your friends on there. Give us a like on Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah. Send us send us an email at gifgempodcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Send in some questions. We can try and do some questions every week if we have them. Well, um, if you can uh, also like uh, throw our podcast on your Instagram story, and if you tag us, we'll uh, make sure to share your. Share your story onto our. I reckon. Well, what do you reckon? First person to tag and uh, us on our, on their Instagram story with the podcast, we get them on here as our first fan. You know, first guest Absolutely. interaction. Well, there you go. You, the gauntlet's thrown out. Whoever gets to this point in the podcast first, if you can throw, throw it up on your Instagram story and tag, Jiff uh, and Gem, on Instagram. We'll get you up on the episode, uh, and you can enjoy your little time in the spotlight that is Chip and Jim's hour of power. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Um, all right, well, I think that'll do it. Until next time, I've been Jem. I've been Jiff, and go get fucked. You've been you cheesed. Yeah, I'll fucking <laughs> cheese on your face. You this has been our hour of power. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.